If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. So stick around, baby, and everything will be okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's all I got to say about that. This is a show where I, Josh Rubin, nine old and come together once a week over a single topic. And from said topic, we come up with a whole lot of ideas on how to get stinking rich, stinking quickly. And we give them to you guys. We don't ask for any money up front. We don't uh, pull the old switcheroo on you. We don't pull the old bait and switch. We don't pull the old multi-level marketing scams. What we do is we give you these bespoke ideas. These, these, well, they're ready to wear, really. Right? I mean, you can buy, you can take them off the rack. Mm -hmm. But they're kind of brilliant. Everything about them is brilliant. They're specific to a topic. You take them, you action them, you get incredibly rich. And then, and only then, do we think it's perfectly fair to ask you guys to pay it backwards. That's right. Not pay it forwards. Not give an idea to someone else. No, pay it backwards to the guys who gave you the idea in the first place. And how how do we think they should pay it backwards? I'll tell you. But first, I, I, I just realized what, what it's like. It's like we manufacture Cinderella's slipper mm-hmm. without knowing anything about anything. <laughs> and <laughs> all the much people look, instead of going around and making people try it on, mm-hmm. everyone looks at it and, say, and then one person says, that slipper is perfect for me. And they put it on and turn into a princess. You become super rich by actioning our ideas that we have done almost nothing for. You put all your labor, you put all your money, you put all your sweat and tears and hopes and dreams into our idea we thought up flippantly one afternoon. And then you say, hey, I'm super rich now. I didn't get here on my own. Those dudes put a couple seconds effort into this. I owe them something. And what you owe us is 10% of everything you made while you got rich. You need to tie this. That's the deal. Well, I got to give you credit. You really know how to sell. <laughs> you really know how to make something seem even more desirable than up it front. actually is. We got to be just up front. Up yeah. front. Basically, we suck. No, 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 no. We're sure. brilliant. We're brilliant. Oh, that's why it only takes us a few seconds to come up with our while flipping ideas. While taking a dump. <laughs> Don't <laughs> between, tell you. That, that's your story. Games, between you're, you're, games of uh, Candy Crush. Uh-huh. We're like, oh, wait, I got the show tonight. Are you still playing Candy Crush? Yeah, I am. What level are you on now? I'd like a level a trillion. <laughs> I don't even have an, I don't even have a concept of what level I'm on. I have to look. I'm I'm way wow. up there. I'm on like level seventy five hundred or something like that. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah. Have you been playing since the beginning of Candy Crush? Pretty much, yeah. There was a there was a period where I got sick of it and I stopped. But the thing is, the reason I keep at it is because it's a game that you can pick up and play and put away at any time. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. You, it's not overly engrossing, mm-hmm. right? It's not like an action game. Uh, it's not like a game that if you put away and pick back up, you're like, where was I again? I don't right. know where my Or you've was. lost your, you've lost your place or yeah. something or like it'll reset. It'll be like, so what? Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah I can look away and mm-hmm. it's not, I didn't like, ah, now they scored on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's none of that. It's just play at your will. Stop at your will. Do as yeah. thou will. It's perfect for having a baby. It, it's the perfect baby game does he sometimes sit on you lay on you and you play and you, he watches the screen with you while you play let me tell you something this kid is infatuated with phones mm-hmm. uh he knows that they are magic boxes and mm-hmm. he will see a phone and like go for it uh oh and he basically had his day made i think it was yesterday he we had the uh Remote for our Apple TV on the couch. <laughs> and he accidentally turned it on. Uh-huh. And he was crazed. And then he was grabbing it and, like, doing things to it, then looking to the TV to see it do something. Like, he realized that this remote was controlling the TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was doing things to the TV. It was, it was like his mind exploded. Better start hiding that search history on the computer, my friend. No, I'll just blame it all on Nigel. <laughs> Nigel's <laughs> watching a ton of porn. <laughs> I don't know how that kid got on my computer, but all he's doing is watching porn. Yes, I know. Um, have you been, though? I've been pretty good, yeah. Um, you know, got a big snowstorm this week. We did have a big snowstorm this week. How did you guys weather the storm? Uh, we weathered well. We just stayed inside. Um, mm-hmm. we took Nigel out yesterday for his first snow experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was pretty, uh, awed by it. It was basically just a photo opportunity. As we we set things. him in the snow and, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. Um, trying to think what else. I was hoping you were going to say, like, you know, there's four of you cooped up in a house, in an apartment, and, you know, it's bad enough you've been stuck inside for COVID, but then the snowstorm really locked you in, and you guys went complete ham and started, like, killing each other and hunting, (laughs) and maybe, like, you ate your mother-in-law or Uh something like that, you know. I was hoping for that kind of story. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, but it, I guess not. Kind of, I guess everything was fine. So being from Ecuador, it was kind of a big deal for her that it that it was all the snow too. Oh, that's true. That makes sense. There's yeah. not a lot of snow in Ecuador, uh, even though they're pretty high up, right? Isn't Quito like up in Quito the mountains? Quito is, but it's also on the equator. Right. Right. So it, mm-hmm. it's cool. It's like in the 50s at night and uh, high 70s at day. But they don't get any snow. No, it's basically always the same. Right. Uh, they get, you know, maybe a batch of rain will come through every once in a mm-hmm. while. But so that must have been nice for her to walk in the snowstorm. Yeah. Uh, but they're both like, Nan and her mom are both like, 
insisting basically you can't leave the house without snow pants on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's not that cold. You're like I'm f- I'm from fucking Chicago and London, Ontario. Yeah. I've I've been through worse. Yes. <laughs> Much worse. Yeah, like five feet snow and Yeah, the incredible I was I was I was we stopped in on uh, uh, the afternoon I was uh, that it was supposed to start, I was going to make a beef stew, and I needed to get a bottle of wine mm-hmm. for the stew. And I stopped in, and the, the liquor store guy, our liquor store guy, was like, man, it's been crazy in here. Oh, I'm sure. First Every time, time there's sure. a storm. I'm like, what do people think? You're not going to be open tomorrow? Like, like they're not going to be able to walk out and go get a bottle of wine because of 8 to 10 inches of snow? I don't think that's what they're thinking. I think they're thinking, what a nice, cozy thing to sit inside with while it's a snowstorm and have a drink. That doesn't sound like what he was saying. Oh, he really? says it's like he says it's like the Marabunta, like they're coming in like they're preparing for Armageddon. Oh, like okay. they may never be able to get drunk again. Okay, I if they, they don't stock they up, if they nice don't stock up right now, no, it's not like Christmas people carols and have look at the snow. Mm. No, it's not like people coming in and buying a bottle or two. Okay. They were like coming in and buying like five or six bottles. Okay. You know, and it's like, you know, you'll get through this. It's COVID you times. Can, you never know. Yeah. You can get drunk again. <laughs> It'll happen. My uh, my niece uh, is a nurse in Chicago. Uh, just sent me a thing about an hour ago. She just got vaccinated. Congratulations. Yeah. How has she been handling it? How long has she been? How long has she been? A, this is the niece you visited in Spain, yeah? Yes. Uh, she's how long has she been? A, go uh, ahead. Yeah. How long has she been a nurse? Yeah. Not very long. I think she got her job this summer. Okay. Yeah. That's quite a trial by fire, huh? Well, no, she's not in a COVID ward. My okay. My uh, cousin is the head thought, of a COVID ward. I thought all ward. hospitals... I thought all hospitals were COVID wards at this, wards at this point. Like she's in just, a pediatric ward. There's always oh, going to okay. be that, no matter what. Right. Um, yeah. I had to go to a hospital this week. For what? Just for a checkup on, oh. uh, remember it said I'd gotten snipped. Oh, uh, right. So I had to go in for the follow-up for that, which I thought was going to be, uh, they were going to, you know, maybe into like a cup and check it out. But really, all this guy did was check to make sure the stitches weren't still a gaping hole and then he (laughs) left he gave me here's something to give a lab and he gave me a cup and he said just bring that to a lab somewhere so well that's nice you get to do it at home and not in an office yeah (laughs) i had to do it in an office i was kind of curious to see what kind of weirdness that was going to be it's horrible the place I went to, so Deb and I were 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 trying to conceive many moons ago. Okay, and you know we were having trouble, so we had to each get checked out to see who's, you know, where the issue lay if on anyone's feet. Uh-huh. And so I had to go to a doctor's office, <clears throat> and they put me in a room mm-hmm. that was in the foyer. So anytime anyone entered this doctor's office, uh huh. You hear them walking in and out. Okay. Which also makes me think they can hear me as they're walking in and out. Okay. But what kind of noises are you making? I don't know. What noises does anyone make when they're doing that thing that they have to do to get their sperm tested? 
not much. Everyone's different, Noel. Okay. Um, Just do it like a ninja. Yeah, and then you're in a chair in a cold room in in, in the foyer of a doctor's office. Okay. Uh, he had '80s porn. <laughs> um, on on video on VCR. Uh huh. Um, or a variety of magazines. Okay. The magazines were not porn magazines, though. Oh, really? It made it substantially more uncomfortable because they were things like Teen Vogue. Ooh. Yeah, it was really weird. It was Ooh. really, really uncomfortable and weird. And it took I thought you were going to say it was like Cooking Light magazine. And no, like, no, 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 no. That, I would I would have gotten off on that. Uh-huh. Well, not Cooking Light, but no. maybe like, you know, yeah. Full Fat Cookie. Yeah. Deep Fryer Weekly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then, then the other sort of, you know... Uh, weird thing was it his office in the waiting room was full of from what i could tell lesbian couples who wanted to conceive sure. in vitro mm-hmm. um and i had to walk through this sort of gauntlet of women uh-huh. carrying a little cup full of my sperm uh-huh. and you know that weird shame of everyone looking at you knowing exactly what you just did oh hey no, in this little offer, you could have sold that in the lobby. I, uh, you know, I don't think been like, anyone. This doc, he's going to rip you off. Hundred bucks right now. You <laughs> that's got right. Hundred bucks right now. Hundred bucks. <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> yep. I couldn't. I maybe if I had known at that point that my motility was good, that my uh-huh. sperms were okay. Yeah. Uh, I could have, but I didn't. I didn't know anything about what was going on in that cup. For all I knew at that point, it could have just been a bunch of dead little fishies lying there. Okay. They would have wanted their money back for all I knew. Yeah, but they'd have to find you. Yeah, there's just, you know, a weird thing about jerking off in an office and everyone knows that that's what you just did. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I would have been proud of it. I would have been like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what you were looking for. You were looking for this doctor's office to be just like, I, I did think I was he, going he in said, there when being he gave like, you the oh, cup this will be were, a good story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he gave you the cup, you were like, where should I go? Can I do it right here? Yeah. <laughs> Just drop trout right here in front Take of you? Take care right now. What do you mean, go home? No, no, no. I want to do it here. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I understand. <laughs> I've got a baby and a mother-in-law with me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's no way I can do this at home. There's not a minute. There's not a minute for me to do this at home. Yeah. Um. Well, it's fitting that we're talking about uh, coming in a cup. Yeah. 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 Make it snow, baby. Make it snow. Uh, because it segs right into today's topic. Yeah. Which is, Noel. Which is snow. How to get rich with it. How to blizzard your way to financial freedom. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Noel, snow. Yeah. Snow. How are you gonna get rich with it? Oh, uh, I'm gonna tell you right now. So you guys, uh snow, right? Uh we got lots of it. I'm sure I didn't I haven't gone anywhere lately, but I'm sure if you did go anywhere, uh you would see most likely you wouldn't get far before you stumble across a snowman, right? Everyone likes making snowmen. Uh there's a little bit of snow. Uh, I remember as a kid, there'd be like 
the first snow, people would always make snowmen. And it, if it was just a little dusting of snow, you'd see someone who would have rolled this ball of snow around the entire neighborhood, basically <laughs> collecting every <laughs> square little nugget that fell. And so they'd build this snowman that was just like covered in gravel, basically. Did, did you make snowmen as some? I assume you've made a lot of snowmen in your life. I've made I've made my share. Because uh, I've made tried making it maybe a couple of times, and it was a disaster every time. Did you actually make it by just rolling yeah. a ball of snow around in snow, and it just built on itself like that? Yeah, that's exactly oh. what you do. Yeah, I don't know. I tried it. It didn't work, so I ended uh, up just piling snow on top of snow. No. And it was just this you, misshapen mess. You need to get a good chunk going, and then once, right. you, get, once you get something about a bowling ball size, uh-huh. yeah, you just roll it around. It makes itself. Oh, wow. Especially if it's kind of more uh, wet snow, mm-hmm. right? It can't be like like powder. These icy shards that we had this weekend. No, no, it, week. it's gotta it's gotta be good snowball snow, right? Right? Because you're making snowballs basically, yeah. just bigger. I got you. Uh, okay, I'm just making sure. Um. So yeah, you know, you walk around in New York and you see. People will always make tiny little snowmen on top of cars. You'll see bigger snowmen in parks. Uh, so even here, we're not immune to the snowman allure, right? No, not at all. Um, you know, and they usually they, they tend to be pretty much uh, uh, one main thing you're going for, right? You got the you got the the balls of snow, progressively smaller to go up. Uh, you got rocks for buttons and eyes. You got sticks for arms. You got a carrot for a nose. If you have a hat that you don't mind losing, you pop that on top of its head. Uh, right? Um, everywhere, there's always someone who puts boobs on one and makes a snow woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm sure, you know... Uh, if you walked around this week, you'd find one of these snow boobs, snow women. Uh, you wouldn't. I bet you I could go for a 10 minute walk and I could come across one. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, just like they did when I was a kid. They still probably think it's just as funny as the kids who made it when I was a kid and put boobs on a snowman thought it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably a bit of timeless fun. Right. Probably. Uh on December 8th, 1870, Paris got hit with a snowstorm. Mm. The soldiers in Paris were playing with the snow, had a snowball fight, uh, and made a giant snow woman. Uh, and they detailed it enough so you could actually see in the face that it had a feminine face. Oh, wow. Uh, but it did also have snowball boobs. Um, uh-huh. The press flocked to the square to write about the giant naked snow woman gracing their city. Uh, so it was in every paper. Pictures of it, stories about it. It was the talk of the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not all of the Parisians were impressed. In particular, uh, the wealthy eccentric eccentric prude which is the actual description i read of her 
Really? I was reading about this. She was a wealthy, eccentric prude. <laughs> Madame de la Bresse. Uh, she took great offense at the pictures in the papers of the giant naked snow woman. Wow, sounds like an appropriate description of her in the paper. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she took such offense that she never forgot the shame that went along, the the outrage. She passed away in 1876, so six Mm -hmm. years afterwards. Uh, And she left instructions in her will for her entire fortune to go towards clothing the vulgar and naked (laughs) snowmen in the streets of Paris. Uh, And I thought that was great, right? Um, And it it just made me think, yeah, uh, why, why aren't we making and selling uh, clothes for snowmen, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so that's what you're going to do. You're going to make clothes for snowmen. Uh, the it, it, We're going to talk about first the low bar to hit, right? Mm-hmm. But the, the low bar usually has uh, high volume, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to be basically uh, almost Halloween costumes for snowmen, right? Uh, so you're going to... For kids, you're going to go for, like, Spider-Man outfits, Disney mm-hmm. princess dresses, etc. And I'm thinking it's going to be kind of like the old uh, Halloween costumes that were basically a, a plastic bag with a hole in it that just had printed on it. Right. right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so you can have that with some sort of mask on it, and you could sell it. Uh, it's got to be a little wider at the bottom than it is at the top for a snowman. Um and you could sell that, and the kids will put them on. They'll, they'll make their snow structures, basically. They'll, they'll become more. Uh, and throw on the Spider-Man outfits, throw on the Disney princess, throw on the, you know, the... Slutty nurse. <laughs> That's not even where I was thinking. No. Oh, okay. I was thinking of, like, Toy Story. Uh, <clears throat> okay. I don't know what else the kids like yeah, nowadays. Yeah, the kids, you know, whatever. I don't think they like anything that you mentioned, but that's okay. Spider-Man, Disney Princess? A Spider-Man they do. Kid, well, little boys love Spider-Man. Little girls love D- Disney Princess. I don't know if Disney Princesses are as hot as they used to oh, be. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, are yeah, they? Yeah. yeah. Um, or, or if not, you find out whatever it is. Whatever's the hot uh-huh. thing, you make them, you sell them. The kids put them on. They'll love them. Um, but if you want to get some real, uh, real coin, if you want to make a name in this biz this it's a niche it's it's a you're you're carving out a new territory not just in kids play things but in fashion right uh so you're gonna make fine designer clothes for snow people right i like it elegant dresses Mm -hmm. fancy suits you can have funny outfits but they're all gonna be very well made uh very well made uh, good fabrics uh, you know, maybe have a waterproof layer on the inside to protect it from the snow itself. But they can also have a little insulation to help mm-hmm. the snow stick around. Uh, but you can also sell refrigerated display cases that people who really get into, get into it can buy to enclose their fashionable snow people 
uh, and even keep them out on their yard year-round. That's a great idea. Uh, it, it is an untapped market, and really, when I thought about it, it's like, why hasn't this been made? Particularly the kids' one, right? You're basically making a garbage bag with a, with a, a printed garbage bag right. and a, some sort of mask. Why hasn't that been made? No, I don't know. It's a good question. It makes me think that would another just sort of offshoot of this would be a great Instagram account. Mm-hmm. That would probably get very popular of all fashionable snow people. Huge. It would be huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Huge money in it. As, as I see it, there's huge money in this. Yeah, no, there's a lot of money in that. That's great. That's great. I like it. Thanks. All right. Well, that's the show, guys. Thanks for got? listening. What you got? Oh, what do I have? Yeah. Um, well, I took it in a completely different uh, different direction. Oh, okay. I was okay. thinking, you know, with COVID-19 mm-hmm. and it being winter and uh, unemployment insurance running out, evictions about to come at an all-time high, we're about to be nailed with a massive homelessness problem in this country. Yeah, yeah. There already is a massive homelessness problem in this country. At any given time during the day, at any given day of the year, there are over half a million people homeless in the United States of America. What's starting to happen now, and you're seeing this in a lot of major cities, particularly up north, and this includes Canada as well, uh, you're seeing homeless encampments. Um. Mm-hmm. There are encampments in Philadelphia, uh, uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, Detroit, Michigan, uh, all over Utah in Salt Lake City and Ogden, um, uh, Oregon, Washington State, I think I may have said, in, in both like Olympia, Washington, and in uh, uh, Seattle. Um, and it's becoming a problem. And it's a problem for a lot of locals because they find them to be eyesores and potential health risks. Mm -hmm. Um, But also as winter's coming up, these homes are not warm. Uh, uh, There are some real issues that they've had. There was an explosion in one of the, uh, uh, I think it was Salt Lake City encampments. Um, No, I'm sorry. It was the St. Paul encampments. And it was, they, they went through... And they destroyed one encampment, took it all out because there was people had kerosene lanterns and kerosene heaters, and uh, one of their kerosene containers exploded. Ooh. Um, and there was in the middle of the encampment, and there was a big fire. Um, and there's lots of issues with it, like I said, uh, uh, not the least of which is an eyesore, and then, of course, the safety issues is is the fact that you know there's no heat in these things a lot of these encampments are are cheapo tents or they're tarps held up by sticks uh and i was reading about snow and snow is actually one of the great insulators in the world it's comprised of 90 to 95 percent trapped air um this is the reason that many animals burrow deep into the snow during winter in order to hibernate. And it's also the reason that igloos only need body heat to warm them 
and can be up to a hundred degrees warmer inside an igloo yeah. than outside. Yeah. That's extraordinary. It's extraordinary to me that I, I guess it makes sense. You grew up in the Caribbean, I grew up in Canada, uh, that you didn't know that. I didn't know that. I mean I knew it was obviously warmer because people lived in them and made them. But did, did when you grew up in Canada, did people actually use igloos regularly? No, but you know, uh, when when you'd get huge snows, you'd make giant snow forts that you could go in and hang out in, uh-huh. and they'd be warm inside. I mean, I've always thought it was interesting that sometimes when it's like you're walking through a big snowstorm uh, after the snowstorm, right after, and you've got all this snow around you, uh-huh. and it's 25 degrees out, and it does not feel like it's 25 degrees out. And I wonder if that has something to do with it at all or not. It's it's, it's radiation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this is the idea. You are going to help these cities out. You're going to get rid of these uh, traditional thrown-together encampments, these dangerous places. You're going to build igloos mm-hmm. that people are going to live in. They're going to be able to stay separate. They're going to have their own igloo or the igloo for the family. Uh, you don't have to have any issues with COVID-19 crossing as you would in a traditional shelter. Um, it'll be toasty warm. Um, they'll have a fire inside to cook, but they won't need kerosene mm-hmm. or any other flammable liquid. And then when it warms up, the igloos melt, and that's it. End of story. It doesn't, like, St. Paul, Minnesota, there's tons of snow all the time. Oh, yeah. Toronto, Ontario, tons yeah. of snow yeah. all the time. Uh, you know, and and so you don't have to really pay for materials. The materials are there. They're free. Mm-hmm. And when it's all gone, you don't have to worry about cleanup or anything like that. It's just all gone. There's going to be a ton of government money involved in this, mm-hmm. especially once Biden's in office and he decides to open up the coffers. Yeah. The communist coffers to help all the little people who don't deserve it. If Trump um, hasn't looted it all by then. He's looting his own coffers. He's, he's you know. He's Trump's, also looting the freaking government. Come on. I don't know. He's you not th- like. You, th- you he, think it's a coincidence this giant Russian hack that's hit the entire government just as he's walking out the door? No. Well, it didn't hit the government just as he's walking out the door. It was planted something like 10 months ago. Yeah. Oh, you think exactly. it just happened? No. I think <laughs> it's not a coincidence that this is happening now at the end of his term. Yeah, but I, I still don't think he's raiding the coffers of the country. Come on. It's not like Putin. He doesn't have access to him like that. He's raiding the coffers of the Republican National Party, and what he's really doing is raiding the coffers of his followers by getting them to, to support yeah. his, you know, $200 million plus dollars for his uh, 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 legal fees, of which he's only spent $9 million. Oh, Oh, that's nothing. There was a, a story today about how Kushner set up a, a dummy corporation that secretly paid uh, all the Trump family members uh, and spent 600 and some million dollars of campaign money. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yep. Don't let the door hit ya. On the way out, because we want to hit you. <laughs> uh, yeah. I wonder if he can. Uh, uh, 
Like, do you think he would, if he decides not to leave, do you think, and, and like wants to get dragged out of office, and he decides to sell the pay-per-view rights to that, do you think he could do that? No. I, and I don't know if there's any guarantee that uh, dragging would happen. Well. It might be more dramatic than that. There, you was, know what an I, there was an article. Uh, dragging a is while a relative back. term. Yeah, I mean, you know, arresting him, uh-huh. you know, pulling him out in handcuffs, busting the door down FBI style in the middle of the night of the yep. White House, taking him out a standoff between Secret Service and. Uh, although I can't imagine the Secret Service want to anything to do with this fucking guy anymore. No, no. The Secret Service came out basically when uh, Biden was announced initially, a few days after the mm-hmm. election. And uh, they were asked about it, and they all their only response was, uh, "We're perfectly capable capable of of removing trespassers from the White House." <laughs> yeah, I mean, after you know, after he got everyone was getting everyone in the White House sick, yeah. and was sick himself, and making his uh his Secret Service guys get into small cars with him that with no windows rolled down. Yeah, I mean, you know, you really lose any support from the yeah. people close to you when you do shit like that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Are you all done? Big yeah, money. Yeah, that was it, man. I love it. Big money. It's, that, that's actually <laughs> great. It, it would really help a lot of people, uh, and you would get a, so much money. Uh, you guys, uh, if you want to give Radio Free Brooklyn some money, uh, you can. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, hit the sponsor button, pledge an amount. Um that money goes right every Brooklyn. You get a tax break because they're a 501c3 charitable organization. You get to feel good about yourself because you help support the arts and community radio. Right? If you want to help in other ways, you can subscribe to the newsletter. You can download the apps, iOS or Android. You can listen to uh, Station Live or all the archives of all the shows. Um, it's Christmas. You can buy some merch. Give give Radio Free Brooklyn merch for all your presents. Uh we got a sponsor. Sponsors. Uh... <laughs> you really, you really laundry list in this one. You La- really. Uh... We got sponsors. Sponsors called City Running Tours. They're offering neighborhood running tours. The way to discover the history of New York neighborhoods while on a run. Choose from twenty-three different tours of neighborhoods in Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn, and the Bronx. Come on, you're fat and you're lazy and you're bored. Get out there and run and get a tour. <laughs> Go to. Uh, CityRunningTours.com slash New York City and uh, check it out, yo. Hey, as thanks for letting us plug everything on a list. Every week we've got a topic this week. It is snow, and from that topic, we give you schemes that will get you crazy rich. It's a fact. Not enough. Josh is like, no, we really, we really imposed with these uh, plugs. We got to do something to pay back extra. So he goes out and finds another little way for you to get even richer. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Hey, my friends, this is Daniel Alley, and today I want to share with you three things that you must do every single day. The first thing that you have to do is to plant your seeds. Every single person in this world has been given seeds. And if you don't know how to plant your seeds, you better figure out exactly how to do it. 
And if we learn how to plant our seeds in the right places and the right people at the right times, then we will be able to manifest the biggest harvest possible. Now, planting your seeds is very easy. You're gonna figure out what kind of seeds you have and you're gonna know exactly how to plant it in the right place with the right people and at the right times. If you don't know exactly what your seeds are, you have to make sure that you're doing the best job you can with your current position. And that's you doing everything you can to plant the best seeds possible. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, Daniel Alley. Yeah. He's like a Monty Python skit. <laughs> Got to plant those seeds. I'm hoping to be cleared. I hope I'm medically going to be told I have no seeds. Well, aren't they? Aren't your seeds just backed up in you? Yeah, they are. Like, you know, you could untie at some point. I mean, people have had I, situations where their 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 vasectomies have reversed on their own. I, I don't think they would reverse <clears throat> on their own. But uh, it can be untied, and your seeds are, are just waiting Yeah, to be planted. Yeah, they're still there. They get absorbed <clears throat> into your body. So I have, I have actually, I run on semen power now. I'm like Iron Man, but instead of that thing in his chest. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not like a rat or a mouse that your balls just get bigger and bigger the less you use them. No, that's just what happens when I get older. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yucka, yucka. Uh, you guys, snow, how are we going to get rich with it? I'm going to tell you right now. Hey, I'm sure you guys heard about uh, Mark Aguirre. Uh, do you know who he is? Uh no, I don't think he so. Is he is a basketball the, player? No, he's not. He is the former Houston police captain who was accused of a violent attempt to prove the election conspiracy, uh, and he was hired by GOP activist group. Uh, you haven't heard of this? Does, does, no, I haven't. Does the group have a name? Uh, I think there was, by the way, I do think there was a former basketball player, professional basketball player by the name Mark Aguirre. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me just check. I, I think to... a different fella. Yeah, I'm sure. I just, I just. So anyway. Uh, so this guy uh, was hired along with other people to help prove the election was false. Uh, he thought he figured out a big conspiracy about the election uh and what it was was a um an air conditioning truck van that was driving around the city or an air conditioning van in in air quotes Mm -hmm. because this guy knew it was full of of pallets right of course it was so he rammed the van in texas right in texas he, he rammed the van ran it off the street uh, got the guy out of the out, out of the van at gunpoint and uh, knelt on his throat, and uh, turns out no, it was an air conditioning van. Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> I I just can't with these fucking people. I know, I know, uh, I know. You know, I think I saw the headline for this and I stopped before I clicked on it and said, I can't anymore. I, I, but anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so, I the, just... so the, who hired him was the Liberty Center. Uh-huh. Um, and he was convinced. I forget what it was. I don't see it right in front of me. But it was like he thought there was 
75,000 ballots in there. Oh, no, here it is. He thought uh, it was transporting at least seven or up to 750,000 fake ballots. And this was in Texas, right? In the Houston area. Right, which, and Trump won Texas. Mm-hmm. So it just didn't matter. Regardless of, 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 regardless of, of whether, you know, the factuality yeah. or lack thereof. It could have only gone one way and it wouldn't have been good for him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it did make me think, right? There's, there's a, a lot of people right now who are on high alert who think that there is shenanigans going on with our election and they think there are a few brave souls who are defending mm-hmm. democracy against the evil Biden election-fixing minions, right? And they think there is a secret war going on right now. And we got to, you know, we got to do something about these people to try and convince them that, no, this guy actually won the frickin' election, you morons. Um, or they're going to continue to be a problem. Um, they have to see this play out, right? And then they'll be convinced that, okay, our guys did everything they could to, to investigate and they didn't find anything, right? Uh, and there's going to be some money in this too. There's got to be some money in this somehow, right? Mm -hmm. So I thought of it like there is... You know, this dude who is in the front lines of this secret war going on, right? Police Captain Mark Aguirre. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people who are on their side, who aren't as involved, but would be willing to, you know, throw a shoulder if they needed a little bit, right? But aren't willing to chase down cars and run them off the street and throw Right, the... maybe just, just stop in front of the car to slow the car down, exactly. but not actually run them right? off the road. Little things like that, right? I wonder if he was part of that group that, that tried to chase the Biden bus. And and remember during the uh, pre-election mm-hmm. when there was the Biden bus was driving from, I don't know if it was uh, San Antonio to, to Houston or something along those lines, and... Uh, uh, cavalry of Trump supporters tried to drive the bus off the side of the road. Yeah, without knowing any facts, I'm going to say yes, that he was heavily involved. (laughs) 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 Um, Excellent. So, so, uh, this is what you can do, right? Uh, Probably the best way to do this is to plant a little bit of a Q story, right? Mm Mm-hmm little Q post out there saying that, you know, we can help identify the the warriors on the Republican side in this battle. Uh, and we can do the little things to help to help them out. Little things like make sure that their driveways always perfectly shoveled if it snows so that if they need to pull the Batmobile out at short notice and go screaming after an air conditioning mm-hmm. van, they can. Yeah, and that, this, seriously, the whole snow thing is a big problem down in Houston. Well, not in Houston, but in other parts of the country. Michigan, uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. North Dakota. Uh, there's For a sure. lot of the country. Washington State. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you're going to tell people they can identify these people because they'll have a certain sign in their window. Right? And it'll just be like a like a a Christmas tree with a Q, maybe. Mm, right? A Christmas tree. A Christmas tree. Um, and what you're gonna do is you're gonna go out and sell snow removal subscriptions to people. And they're gonna buy it and you're gonna say, fine, just put this symbol in your window and when it snows, we'll make sure that your snow gets removed. <laughs> Right, <laughs> when it's they'll put this uh-huh. symbol in the window. They'll pay you dearly. Right, uh, you can you can even do it to you know companies can do it. Mm-hmm. Show the whole parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you can say maybe it's going to be a staging area for a battalion. Yeah, right. For sure. uh, yeah, and and uh, <clears throat> and these people who are helping to support the secret war. These patriots. These patriots will go out and make sure that the people actually engaging will be able to do so at a moment's notice. They'll, by the end of winter, see that, okay, we supported the troops as much as possible, and nothing came. No fruit was born. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they'll actually say, okay, you know what? Biden won. Uh, You'll be rich. You'll have helped the country. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of money in it. Yeah, no, I like it. I like anything that gets over on those guys. Oh yeah, it'll get over on them. Yeah, they'll they'll be tripping over each other to 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 help these warriors. Yeah, these Q warriors. Yeah. Um, no, that's a great one though. I like it. I like it. But God forbid, you actually do it for to a Q warrior, Mm -hmm. and he finds out you're in for an ass whooping. Why? Because they're going to be, be he'll like, be like, "Good, the, the people got my back." That's true. That's a good point. But he no yeah. downside. Yeah. No. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Um. No. Yeah. Mars. 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 Bet you didn't know that it snows on Mars, did you? I didn't. It has. There are uh, <clears throat> snows in summertime. Oh. In the north of Mars. Sometimes violent snowstorms, uh, 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 subsurface ice, um, carbon dioxide snowflakes over the southern pole of the planet. There is snow all over Mars, and we're going there. Mm -hmm. So you know what you're going to do, guys? 